Welcome to Mountain Mamas, stories of mishap and adventure from women adventurers. Brought to you by Mountain Mamas, a nonprofit women's adventure organization. Women empowering women to adventure. My name is Emily Hacken. And my name is Deborah Moore, and we are your hosts. We want to welcome you to episode three. We have brought back this week our fantastic friend Adriana. She joined us last week with her exploits from sailing, survival, and being back in El Salvador. And today we're going to have her share some of her stories of being in Ghana in Africa. Um, what? Oh, first off, we want to introduce you to her. She's super sweet. She lived, so she's from El Salvador, if you missed our episode last week. Currently lives in Lehigh, and that's how we know each other. Has an amazing husband and three beautiful little kids. Um, and a beautiful dog who's a couple years ago, let's see, that you rescued a couple years ago. She's also a stay-at-home mom and is a fantastic cook and a fantastic teacher of her girls. And our girls are, our oldest girls are the same age and they just love each other. So. <laughs> and Issa, um, her oldest is just super sweet and they all speak Spanish and anyway, I love them. So Adriana's going to share with us, um, yeah, what brought you to Ghana? Take us to Africa. Okay, so those of us who've never been, or it's it's not exactly what we picture, like elephants roaming, and you know what I mean. The safari area, maybe, but the city. I was in the city of Accra. When did you go? How old were you? I was almost eighteen. I want to say mm-hmm. seventeen. And what brought you there? Um. So my school was doing study abroad. So oh, I went. That's amazing. And it was super awesome. Yeah. And I just thought, and there were a lot of. I mean, you can go anywhere. You know? Wow. But I just thought, like most of my friends chose, okay, I'm going to go to Europe or places like that. And I just thought, when am I ever going to be in Africa? That's smart. Like, I don't know anyone there. Yeah. (laughs) To be like, call you up, hey. So that's why I thought, what's the most remote place that, it's not really touristy, really. Like, you go and visit. But I just thought, when else am I going to be in Africa? So that's why I decided to go there. Um... And I got to stay with the host family. So they, you made a packet. I made a packet, and they, the host families would say, okay, we'll take this kid, or you know what I mean? And, and, uh, and how long would you stay with the... I stayed for a month in the summer, because I still had to do... Oh, wow. I still had to do... I feel like I missed my testing for some... You know, like, the exams to go to school? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like ACTs ACT. or something. Yeah, so I had to do, I was supposed to do like a summer long ACT or whatever prep. But okay. I just thought, when am I ever going to get to go to Africa? I was like, forget the ACT. <laughs> so I just like kind of ditched that to be able to do this other thing. I think good call. Because I was like, when am I ever? My college will be there. I don't uh-huh. know. I, I don't know if that was wise, but I, I still ended up, oh, I think, I where smart. I wanted to be. Um, so I ended up going to this host family. Um, had a grandma and let me see like two sisters that were older and a brother mm-hmm. but when I got there everybody just had their own life so I was kind of like hey so we went as a group so we all made up went as a group like uh-huh. friends from the US just random people from other schools okay not so just I didn't know school. anyone like when oh, I got wow. there I didn't know anybody so most of the kids were from the Bay Area so San Francisco, yeah. up and down, just a little bit. So we, we were able to keep in touch after, but I didn't know them when I got there. And we didn't really see each other that much. So during the week, we would go to this orphanage and volunteer and okay. do, like, 
some some are teaching English, some are. Um, well, my group we decided let's paint a mural of the world, so they have a map of the world because uh-huh. they don't have. I mean, just imagine yeah. it. They don't have anything. So what does their school look like, or what does the orphanage? The look orphanage like? looks like brick brick buildings. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just. Just imagine, just imagine what you think of like running down. You know, we went and rebuilt some of the things, mm-hmm. painted the walls, just kind of like gave it maintenance. Um, just imagine like, whenever I think of Africa, I always think the dry soil mm-hmm. everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, and it the soil just lifts into the atmosphere. You just like this is dry place, but it's also there's a lot of green, a lot. There are a lot of kids, a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so in Ghana, and I'm, there's other places in Africa, but when you are born, you get a day name. So if you're born, I was born on a Saturday. So Saturday borns are named Ama. Okay. Friday born boys, I think, were born like Kofi. Like everybody has a name. Uh-huh. And so I just remember getting to this orphanage, and um, me and two girls were going to feed the babies. And they're like, okay, this is Ama. And they gave me this little baby girl. She's like maybe one, like she could already sit up. Mm-hmm. And she and I shamed the say we share the same day name. Yeah. And so that bonded me and her. I was like, oh. you, we were born the same day. Uh huh. And their lunch was just this hard boiled egg. So we peeled it for them and mm-hmm. gave it to the babies. And they all just sat in a row eating their little egg. Mm-hmm. And oh. I just like, oh, and I remember hugging that little baby so tight because I just like, we're the same, like we're the same, we're called the same thing, you know? Yeah. So I got very attached to the to the kid, to all the kids. And so them, they in the orphanage, I feel like they're more used to seeing people, white people, I would mm-hmm. say. And if you, you can't see me through here, but I have black hair. I'm not necessarily what you think of, okay, white person. You're from El Salvador. But yeah. to them, I'm super, to them, I was really white. And so they were like, what are you? Like, they're expecting, like, blue-eyed, blonde, you know? Oh, I'm from El Salvador. And, like, they have no idea where that was. Mm-hmm. And this other girl was from um, Singapore, I want to say, like, her parents. And they were like, we don't, we don't know what Asia is. They wow. only know, okay, here's America, here's us. Wow. In the orphanage. You yeah, know? yeah. And so that's how we were like, let's paint you a map of the world on one of the walls. So that was our, most of our project that we did. Mm -hmm. Besides painting, you know, giving maintenance to the place. We're like, how can we give you something, you know? And we brought them stickers. And the thing about, the the thing I remember most about bringing them stickers is, so the kids were all excited with their stickers, you know, and they started putting the stickers on themselves. Mm -hmm. And I just thought, how cute, but like covered their faces. (laughs) And I was like, they're doing that because they have nowhere else that's theirs. Mm. There's no notebook. There's no bed. There's nothing. There's no piece of wall that they can put their stick. There's nothing. So my kids always put their stickers on their stuff. Yes. But I'm like, these kids have no stuff. Yeah, not even like a notebook. The only thing that's theirs is their forehead and their arms. And that just made me like think, wow, these kids, you know. And they performed this dance for us at the orphanage when we were leaving, and it was so beautiful just seeing their their culture mm-hmm. and how much dance is such a big part of it. And watching the older girls, and they would come, they would touch my hair, and everybody wanted to touch our skin and feel what it feels, because we were so in the city. People are more used to seeing 
you know, different people, white people. But when we went to the remote, more remote areas, you walk around town and people just touch you. They're just like, what do you feel like? Yeah, you know? because it's so different. Because you're so different. Like your hair, like, wow, you know? So I was like, okay. Just peop random people just like tap you on the shoulder, try to feel what your skin would feel like. Um, but it was beautiful. And my host brother took me like everywhere. We just went everywhere. And how old was he? He, so, let's see. He must have been in his like late twenties. Mm -hmm. He's here mm -hmm. now, actually. He lives in Maryland. Oh, really? So because he had a girlfriend that was from here, uh huh. And so he's like, oh, I'm trying to propose, and I wanna live with her, and you know. Uh huh. And so he ended up moving here, wow. which was pretty cool, because now we like we're friends on Facebook still. Uh huh. So I was like, That's so cool. We're like, hey, Kumar, how are you? And we still talk, and they have kids now, but. But it was so fun. We were like gathered. So in the weekends, we got to explore and go places. And uh, my favorite thing was going salsa dancing, which mm, is like yeah. in Ghana. Salsa That's dancing awesome. in Ghana. And like the music's <laughs> in Spanish. And they were amazing. Oh, yeah. And not oh, to sound God. weird or anything, but they, they're just such beautiful people. Like mm -hmm. tall and dark and. Your skin just reflects. I just thought, wow, these people are so beautiful. And in the night, when we, like, you know, the fires would lit. And the party or the dance, the dancing would take place near this, um, I guess, like, the one hotel that was there. It was so fun. Like, a, they're amazing dancers. Any rhythm just, like, hits their body. And I was just like, wow, I want to dance. <laughs> they're just amazing. And me and my, my friends that came from the U.S., uh -huh. We would go dancing like all together, and it was so fun. It was so so fun. That is awesome. And um, so most of us. So I mean, the city. Imagine it. Like it's still dangerous. It's still crazy things. But I said, okay, your host families were supposed to take us to the main meeting area where we take the bus to the orphanages. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I can. I like, don't worry about it. I can take myself there. You know, to my host brother, he said, are you sure? Like, he would walk me. And then we would take the public transportation, which is trotros, is what they call it. And what does that look like? It looks or like, a, well... What is it, a trotro? A trotro okay. is what they call, it's like a minivan. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Just like a minivan. And honestly, like, everywhere else but here, like in El Salvador, we use that too. We just mm -hmm. call it different things. So you just get there and like, okay, so much, you know, they tell you how much. I'm like, no, 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 I'm only going here. Like, you get this much. Mm -hmm. So it's all like this. Like a taxi, kind of, like a little minivan taxi. Eh, yeah, but you're not the only, it's like a bus. Mm -hmm. okay. It's like a public bus, but smaller. Yeah. So like all crammed. And it was just so fun. Like, and people were like, you took the trotro? I was like, yeah, I took the trotro. <laughs> how else am I going to? Well, the taxi was so much more expensive. Oh, so I like, bet. I'm taking the trotro, that's cents, instead of taking a taxi that's like so much more. Mm -hmm. um, but it was so fun, it was so fun. Just How much was it to take a trotro? The trotro was probably like 30 or 60 CDs, like little cents of the CD. And the other one's like, so a CD is like a dollar. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. So it would be, I don't remember what the cents were called, but it was cents. Mm -hmm. yeah. And the taxi would be like six CD. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't know, I have six CD, <laughs> <laughs> you know? And so I would just like rather take the trotro and save money and buy things. Yeah, yeah. I, did, I took like a drum home. I just tried to take so many things. 
when I got back. Yeah, what kind of things did you do? You remember that you took back? I don't remember the name. There was like a specific name for the drum. Uh huh. I took drum. I bought my mom this beautiful dress from this lady that came to my host family. She's like, I'm selling these. You know, everybody has like a story. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I was like, You have a story? Oh my God! But I ended up buying a lot of fabric. Mm-hmm. And when I was there, I, I made. There's this. Uh, this lady was making us all dresses. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess you, is that how you say commission? You commission yeah. someone to make a dress? So she made me this beautiful dress. Like the fabric's just the most beautiful fabrics, you know, like colorful and and beautiful. And so I remember her making making me that dress. What colors? Like what are the patterns? Mine like, is like, like super purple with orange with my two favorite colors. I was like, can you have anything with purple and orange? <laughs> and... The dress that she made me was orange and green and like a mustard color. Mm-hmm. Just the fabrics were so be- everything there was so mm-hmm. beautiful to me. I just loved seeing how people were and okay. So then I also Do you still to, have the dress. Like I still me? have the dress. Oh, so I still nice. have the dress, and I took a lot that's of amazing. fabric, like and me taking fabric and paintings. You know, I rolled up paintings, but I feel like most of my money I spent on food. <laughs> <laughs> because everything was all good um except these two so they eat a lot of fufu and i don't know over there mean. it's just this like a soup oh okay. it could be fish or beef or anything mm-hmm. but it has this um dough made out of like ground up corn oh okay yeah actually, and oh, there's yeah. no have, have you seen that it's like yes. a bowl yes, like yes. a bowl of this like masa or how do you say the yeah, kind of like a matzo ball, but not. Mm-hmm. And then just the the broth and like the fish. They eat a lot of mm-hmm. fish because they're in the coast. But there's mm-hmm. no, you don't eat it. You you eat everything with your hands. Mm-hmm. And you only touch things with your right hand because your left hand is where you you wipe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you would never greet people with your left hand. You would never even wave at people with. So there's this technique where you like grab the dough and made a a spoon and scooped the anyway it was like this whole thing Mm. and we all ate together you know with our hands and there's this other dish that i just couldn't it was so it was too much (laughs) it's called banku 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 and it was just this like mixture of things and i was like i can't do it like what kind of things (laughs) like or or you didn't didn't know think about it i tried it i was like i can't but it was like this slime it was this slimy texture and i was like i I can't do it Mm -hmm. that was like the one food but then everything else i loved the they had a lot of uh, fried plantains mm-hmm. and so we do oh, yeah. we have that back at home i just loved i ate everything and also the waters the water that they sell on the street come from uh, like a bag a bagged water okay and it was fun teaching my friends because they don't know what that is you know they're from the bay area yeah but i was like from el Salvador. that's how we drink water over there too like a bag of water like yeah so like... you get this rectangle this square bag of water mm-hmm. it's like it's like a in a pouch yeah in a pouch oh it's like a four sealed side sealed pouch uh-huh. okay and filled with water and you throw the money and they throw you the water you know mm-hmm. and so i was like okay look guys make the hole i was teaching them how to make the hole because otherwise you make a hole and you squish it and the water is everywhere so I felt like, oh, I actually know this. Like, I actually <laughs> yeah. eat this. And it's also sugar cane. Mm-hmm. You peel it and you cut it and they put it in a baggie. And okay. you eat the sugar You eat the sugar cane. That's mm-hmm. your snack. And so it was fun, like, sharing a little bit of 
what I grew up eating yeah. with them. I was with like, them. I didn't feel super foreign, even though it was completely, yeah, completely oh. foreign. No, that's like that's so cool that there were these unexpected ways that you connected um, with your own, you know, culture and heritage and everything with an entirely different continent. Yeah, and that they're so different. One of the they would take us to on the weekends too. They would often take us to um, tourist areas. Uh huh. And one of the most like impacting ones was we went to go. We went to Cape Coast. Which is where they would package, I guess. Not, not, that's not the word, but they would prepare the slaves to oh. be shipped to America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like back yeah. in the day. Yeah, when they were in the So it's, it's pretty much like oh. this giant castle. And they took us below, like where the dungeons, where they would wait mm-hmm. to be taken. And it was just this small room. And they're like, there were a hundred people packed in here. Oh, mm. that's awful. They, like it was yeah. just... You know when you walk into a place and you feel that spirit there? You yeah. feel like the history that's been there? That's what it felt like. Like we, We're all a bunch of teens, you know, we're all crazy, mm-hmm. but we felt that and we were all quiet. And what did it, was it like crying. a sad feeling or like a quiet It was feeling like or? a respect, respect for these people and mm-hmm. like almost like an admiration for for their humanity, you know, like we yes. acknowledge that now, even though they weren't acknowledged then. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of, there were a few African American uh, youth that came with us from the U.S. Yeah. And it, it it was impactful to see them be there, you know, coming yeah. back, oh, if yeah. you would even say. And there was this, so we walked through the castle and we saw, you know, where people were prepared pretty much to be shipped. And there's this tiny door that barely fit a person. So it's darkness. And there's just this one little slit of door. Like a rectangle door, square door? Like a rectangle. It varies very, very narrow where it fits just one person at a time. And it looks out into the ocean. Like you go back to the beach and it looks right into the ocean. And they said, imagine that's where the ship was waiting for you. Mm. And you're in your shackles, like single file, walking through this door. And this door is called the door of no return because nobody returns from it. And it just felt like this tiny little hole of, you know, you go through that and there's nothing. You never come back to to your home. And being able to just walk right back through that door is like, wow, you know, how many thousands of people just never, never came back. So they have a museum there, and I don't know, it's just something you just never forget, being in a place like that. Oh, absolutely. You, absolutely. Like, you, you almost hear it. You almost hear them still there, you know. That was pretty oh. crazy. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing oh. your thoughts. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I really, really appreciate that. Yeah, and like you said, um, it's so great that there is that respect for the humanity of these people who were vibrant individuals who like yeah I said were enslaved and and yet still like you said vibrant individuals Mm -hmm. and so important to yeah pay homage it's so easy for the uncomfortable things to be things that we just are like I don't want to think about it or whatever but it's so important that we do we need to we need to be aware of 
the beautiful things that people can do with the cute kids playing mm-hmm. with putting all the stickers all over their faces um the beautiful dance but also the awful things that people can do as well it's really important to understand us as humans um, and how we treat all the people around us really really that's so so impactful I can only imagine I wish we could all oh. I wish we could all see history that way like live it a little bit to feel the souls that went yes. through it yeah. and, the, the good and, and then the like smell the smells you know what I mean mm-hmm. just like yeah and I know, like you said, sometimes like painful things, we don't want to relive it. Yeah, but we need to. But we need to at least acknowledge that it happened and, and see the good and how much has changed. Yeah. And how much is still changing. And to not forget. And to not forget. And to, yeah, to not forget, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I recently just finished um, the singer Alicia Keys, her memoir. And she talked about when she went to Egypt and seeing, you know, and like you said, just how things impacted her about how people are treated, of course. Um, and she always would say enslaved, not slave, because like with mm-hmm. the Greeks, sometimes they had people who were slaves and they were indentured slaves. They would, you know, it was kind of by choice to an extent, but with this, there's no choice. This was purely enslavement. Um, but also to see like the brilliant culture um, of just these phenomenal people as well that come from her ancestry of coming up with algebra you know and creating all of these wonderful wonderful things and and yes like you said seeing that and then also the the really intense um the awful stuff too but yeah it just it just hits you in such deeper vibration in your soul um when it's something like that yeah absolutely it shapes it shapes you and your outlook yeah Absolutely. I and if not at least sharing stories like this, where you're like, because I mean, we all won't be able to learn every culture and learn every every people, you know, but we will be able to open our hearts and our minds to other stories. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the way we can travel too. Yeah. Like, yeah. we don't have to travel the way we think we have to travel, but we travel with our, with our open heart, I guess. What's said? <laughs> Because I, I always think, are my kids ever going to see that? Yeah. Like, am I ever going to be able to show them that? Maybe I won't. And maybe they'll see other things that I will never see, you know? That's, that's the whole point of sharing ourselves so we learn together because we, we can't possibly see it all. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Adriana, it has been an honor oh, to have yes. you here. And we're so much. <laughs> you were just fantastic and yes. a fantastic storyteller. And... <clears throat> Um, yeah, we just wanted to say thank you so much for coming and thanks for so sharing your adventure and join us next time and remember a woman's place is in the mountains and also because <laughs> of what you shared I would also like to say that a woman's place is sharing that open heart with other people. So thank you so much. Mm-hmm.